Blog Talk Radio. Talk radio show. I'm your host, Mr. G.L. Hart, and I thank you all for tuning in. We have a wonderful show for you scheduled uh, this afternoon, and um, a show that really um, has really um, been really on my mind, man, lately, uh, from what I've been seeing uh, dealing with our youth. our young girls and our young black boys, particularly, and so many things uh, that that I've been seeing in the news as of late, and um, I really needed I needed to come on here, man, and touch basis uh, with that issue because it's really been plaguing me uh, for quite some time. And the mere fact, the mere fact that um, I'm seeing more and more of our youth in the uh, media that are, uh, on one hand, they're being attacked, beaten and robbed and shot down. As of yesterday, another brother got shot by the police. You know, the police asked him, I think, in Tennessee, how you going to ask the man to put the gun down? When the man reached to put the gun down, you shoot him. Shot him dead. Now, he was up there in a dispute with his ex-girlfriend over over their breakup and her with a new boyfriend. And that's another, another issue as well. But, but nevertheless, we'll we continue to see police killings. Just uh, last week in, 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 in Cobb County, just outside of Atlanta, uh, this brother, um, he, was, he was at an IHOP, him and his wife. You know, having a meal. Make a long story short, you know, they they um they have I had a, had a little issue with, with, with the waiter. The waiter went to talk and smack to him and and what have you. And 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 when the wife asked us to uh, talk to the manager and asked for the corporate number, that's when things got out of hand, as it usually does. <clears throat> and you need to go you need to go back and and either YouTube. Uh, go to my blog talk radio show. I've done many shows about restaurants and, 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 and how restaurants treat black folk. And, and I've told you a billion times, they don't want your black ass in those stores. I don't care if it's an IHOP or a Rich Carlton. And your name is Oprah Winfrey. I got 35 years of experience, over 35 years. They don't want your black ass in their stores. They don't give a damn you got money. 
They can care less your name is Oprah Gayle or Gail King. They can care less your name is Michelle Obama. These folks don't want your black ass in there. Because you understand, even though these are trailer park people in these restaurants, they got a saying. Anything is better than niggas. They can have zero dollars in their bank account. You can have two point eight billion. What they know, or for matter like like a better word, what they believe, anything is better than niggas. Please, black folks, stop fooling yourself and get that through your damn stick skull. Please. Nevertheless, man, I want to do this show because it's it, it just been bothering me how I'm seeing more and more. Uh, incidents with with, with um, men killing black women, particularly that that's been really disturbing to me. I mean, I, I, I am enraged about it. Enraged about it. There was there were several incidents in Atlanta in the past three damn weeks. Grown ass men, fifty four years old and thirty some years old, forty three years old, shooting a a strange girlfriend, killing them dead, shooting the kids too. Shit's going on everywhere, all across this country. We're just killing ourselves. And we understand, you know, there are a multitude of reasons. And I'm going to talk about that on on, on the backside of of why that is. But my problem is this. I'm so sick and tired of folk. Want to blame the black church for every single thing. Well, the black church. That's why I go to church. The black church. They take all our money. You give all your money to Nike? And Nike don't do a damn thing with black folk. <laughs> Gucci, Prada. What what that boy say, Mayweather? He don't give a damn about uh, uh, boycotting on Gucci. He going to buy Gucci. Same thing with Future. When's the last time has Gucci done anything in the black community? They take billions of your dollars every year, too. So we're going to dive into this thing, man, and, 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 uh, about always shifting the blame instead of looking within yourselves because you were supposed to be a damn village. God told you to multiply, subdue the earth, have dominion, gave you a free gift. And you sat back and let it, and gave it just to, to the wolves. Why denying your own damn people? We're going to discuss this and a lot more uh, back uh, in just a moment. Be back in just a moment. PDK Beauty Supply. North Georgia's premier beauty supply and hair care service is your one-stop shop for all of your beauty needs. PDK provides natural hair care services for braids, sewing, and so much more. Give us a call.
you know, are you a leader or follower? I'm a leader. What's the difference? Think for myself. All right. Do you have confidence? Yes, it's confidence. Believe in myself. That's our script every morning. And it's, it's, it seems basic, but I want her to get older and look back on the things that I thought was important. You know what I mean? Like my dad always put into me integrity, confidence, and being a leader. Yeah, that was from my man, Nipsey Hussle, man, and, and um, may he rest in power. Uh, he was sharing some knowledge with our, our dear brother, um, Steph Curry, and he, he was talking about his daughter, teaching his daughter about doing the right thing when nobody's looking, talking about integrity. And that's something that, that that's missing in our community, about integrity, about doing the right thing. And about what? The main thing was he was there teaching his daughter, taking his daughter to school. Every morning he said. And then they got a damn thing to do with the black church. So amazing. So amazing, man. So the continued killing of black women by the hands of black men and black boys have risen to the highest level, man. And the continued of robbing and murdering in our black communities also are very alarming, to say the least. And yet, time to consider the cause. Most black folk continue to blame the black church for doing what they, what they also should be doing, and that is loving all of God's children. No longer are we the village. We, my beloveds, have become a concrete jungle. I was uh, listening yesterday to our dear sister, Vicki Dillard. Shout out to Vicki Dillard, Fly Nubian Queen. And she was interviewing our, our wonderful, wonderful doctor, uh, Dr. Um, Wesley Muhammad. And, um, and um, Wesley was talking about the plight of black young men and what has been tra- transpiring in the past, um, actually, decade or so, <clears throat> dealing with our black youth and um, from social issues, uh, educational uh, violence, and so on and so forth. And and they were discussing this new new word they came up with is it, black identity or whatever. Uh, no, black ma- masculinity, you know, what they, they, they've been labeling things. And, and, and basically what they're saying, I'm talking about the feminist movement and the LGBTQ, they've been uh, uh, saying uh, that, you know, youth, black youth in particular are uh, overwhelming, uh, violent, and, and, and all these kind of things and, and, and everything that, that they do. And yet, our, and yet our dear Dr. Wesley Muhammad uh, eloquently he debunked that theory, and he called it black effeminity. And what he was talking about was the fact that what we're seeing with, 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 with black men are acting out violently towards black women and, 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 and just crime in general, home invasion. You're going to kick somebody down, go down, and, and stab them and rob them in broad damn daylight. Like you don't lost your damn mind, but 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 nevertheless, 
Dr. Wesley Muhammad was talking about the matter of estrogen that are in, in our foods and in our water. And, and, and that this is creating uh, this rage and, and this, this lack, of, lack of control because men, men aren't supposed to have estrogen in their bodies. Now, I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, soy milk, I had that for a long time. You know, people were feeding their, their kids for soy, soy milk not knowing it had estrogen in it and, and so on and so forth. And it was effeminizing men but making them more emotional. You can see that in, in our athletes. Look, look, look at Kevin Durant in the NBA playoffs, how, how emotional uh, he's letting Patrick Beverly get it. And our doctor was saying this, this is scientific proof that, 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 that the male hormones are in balance. So they, they are out of warp, that they are all over the place. And, 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 and there's no stability and there's no normality in, in in this in in the uh, in the hormones of the bodies of these young men, and it's not a masculine thing; it's a feminine thing. So he was he called it black femininity because men can control themselves, can control their thoughts, control their emotions, and all that kind of things. But these men today, you say something, they snap on you. putting chemtrails all over the place. Uh, uh, all types of chemicals are in our foods and GMOs are in our foods. And, and, and the air we breathe, particularly the water we drink. That young baby that died five years ago, Corinne Gaines, up there in Baltimore, where the police came in and shot her while our son was sitting next to her, they said she had the, the highest level of lead and some other chemicals in our body from, from the water. And Dr. Wesley Muhammad was, was, was even, even, no, even gave us the notion. It's not about drinking the water. You're bathing in the water. You're bathing your children in that water, and you're washing your hands through that water, and that's going through your pores and your body. And they know that. That's why I always say this is not a game, folks. This is warfare. How can a nation of people, of politicians, Wealthy people, big enough. Nobody stepped forward yet to say, "Hey, I'm gonna come in with my team and we're gonna fix Flint water overnight." We've seen the numbers. It takes millions overnight. You ain't seen not one Negro step. You seen a bunch of niggas go down there, part of my French, with a bunch of water. You seen JG go down there, Snoop Dogg, or oh, every celebrity went down with, with some. They need some new pipes, man. Yeah, you mean then they just found out that millions of bottles of water never got to the people. They they was sitting in the warehouse for years. That's ungodly. Tell you something that something something that Dr. Wesley Muhammad is teaching us about the water supply, the food supply, the air supply. Like he said, it's scientific evidence. Why do you think they're not trying to fix that water? They know that, 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 that certain things in that water causes imbalance in the body and the chemicals you know, in our bodies, and, it, and, it, and they say it causes a, 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 a lack of um, a, um, 
um, comprehension. It causes anger. It causes depression. It causes outburst. Cognitive dissonance is delayed. There's a plethora of things that's in our water. In, urban, in all urban cities that are causing all these things and that are keeping the, the, the justice system, the juvenile detention, detention center in, in every state busy and wealthy. Because crime does pay, by the way. It pays. And that's the platform every politician uses, from local to national. We, we're going to fix the crime. We're going to lower it. They need crime. To make you feel like somebody's going to do something. And I'm going to do a show on crime because all those numbers are are, are skewed, man. Again, Dr. Wesley Muhammad talks about crime and and he says, you know, less than than 7% of, 17%, I believe it is, uh, 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 crime committed by a, a black person is dealt to a white person. I think it's either 7 to 17%, but it's a low rate when you see a black person committing a crime against a white person. But yet, they don't show that nigga on TV. Like, that's all black folks doing is robbing white folks. They heighten that. that, that, that the, the instance, as soon as a black person does a crime on somebody white, oh, it seems like it happens all the time. And those numbers are skewed. Again, the, the inside fear. We need tougher laws, stricter sentences, longer jail sentences, all this foolishness, because crime pays. Here we are. I'm going to play this insert by dear brother, Dr. Amos Wilson. He's going to break this thing down, man, dealing with the black-on-black violence and why this thing is occurring. And, 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 and again, you can't sit on your on your hands and blame the black black church like, like like they are they are our savior. Jesus said it best. He said the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. The harvest are our children. The harvest is our children, not your child, not my child, our children. Every last one of them you come in contact with, that is your harvest, and you all have a responsibility to encourage these children, to talk to them, to help them, to listen, to hear what they're saying. And when you neglect that, worrying about your own damn brand and all that kind of stuff there, and, and, and you all on Facebook with your family, all, all in Europe smiling, you feel God. You, you, you feel one of God, God's main commandments, that, that, that is loving your neighbors. You didn't say love your family, love your, just your kids. I didn't read that. I, I heard neighbors. And that's everybody that you come in contact with. I'm not talking about nobody standing next to you. That's why the church tell you, turn to your neighbor. At that particular time, that's your damn neighbor. Here's the idea of Brother Dr. Amos Wilson, and he, he's breaking, breaking it down for us. It is a nightmare for our youth. And we talk so much about our youth until we forget that the youth did not make this world they are in. 
this world that our youth inhabit today was made by us and made by adults. If we gave them a different world to live in, they would behave differently. But when you make jobs for Koreans and make jobs for every other ethnic group but your own, when you let other ethnic groups ship out all of your wealth, when you let the only growth industry in your community become the selling of crack, then you will be killed by your youth. And you'll be terrorized by your youth. These youths are not crazy. These youths are not unusual. They're responding to economic imperatives. When you let them and other people take every industry and every job, the youth become very creative. And they decide then that they're going to figure out a way to get funds within the community. When you let them be fed these ideas of what it means to be a man or a woman is as defining themselves in terms of what they wear, buying the most expensive junk and garbage produced by other people. And when you then promote this kind of value system and this kind of behavior system, and yet you will not produce for those appetites and those desires, then they will turn around upon you and eat your lives. This is not unusual. Men have always struggled over scarce resources. And resources have been made scarce in our, in our community. And the only part of gold has been the selling of drugs. And when you have a gold mine, men will go to war over it. Yes, this is not a mystery. And when they go to war over it, they will shoot and kill, and they will destroy bystanders. Nothing unusual about that. Look at the millions and millions of people who were destroyed. Look at the millions of bystanders who were destroyed as the Europeans struggled over gold, when they struggled over markets, and people who got caught in the crossfires. Yet, you see, if we forget the history of these people, we will be too quick, too quick to condemn our youth and forget the role that we play in the life that they lead. All right, that was from my dear brother, Dr. Amos Wilson. He was talking about the black-on-black violence. Uh, this thing was done back in, the, back in the late 80s. When he was talking about black-on-black violence, but he was talking about, you know, in, in short, that the violence is going to occur in the vicinity people live. So that, that, that's no surprise. But like he was saying, we've allowed, because I remember when I was growing up in the 70s, from about the 80s, 
When I, I tell the story, I tell the story all the time. When I was growing up, all I knew was all I knew were black ownership. My grandmother would, would, would walk me to to, to, to uh, you know to this uh, the local stores, and I remember the first what I call strip mall. That was way back then, they called them strip malls then, but they, but, they, but they didn't call them back you know strip malls back in that day. They called them markets, but my, there was a meat market, there was a grocer, the barber shop, the laundromat. All this was in one section. Shoe shine, cleaners, you know, the, even the pool hall. So for, you know, buy shoes, the folk pay less. Everything was black owned. I would walk in them stores, I didn't see them, but, but black owners. Because you always knew the owner because he or she was there in the store. That's all I knew. I can recall when I was in high school, my friends used, used to say, you're you so racist. Because I, I was just blown when I started seeing Asians and Indian people in our neighborhood. I mean, not hate, no disrespect, but, but I thought I knew something was not right with that, with that picture. Didn't make any sense to me. Are people that have no dealings with you, but yet will come in no community and and exploit the hell out of you. Now I know y'all say, "Well, no, that's business." No, that that ain't no business. These people are told once once they get their ass over here, go to the black community, sell some hair, sell some makeup, get you a convenience store, sell some liquor, and you will make millions. Do some nails, feet. Millions. Put your kids through, through school cash money. Y'all know ain't lying. And so we, as a people, we contribute a lot to our demise. I'm sorry to tell you that. We do. Because as these people got older, the kids who they put through college and, and HBCUs and you know, my daughter go to UCLA, they didn't want to come back home and help run those stores or they didn't have the wherewithal to modify those stores and, and, and make them more appealing and more attractive or what have you or, 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 or do a chain of stores because and, 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 and Amos Wilson talks about education too because the educational system does not teach you ownership. It teaches you how to go work it teaches you and prepares you to go work for somebody else. So what I'm saying in short is our our kids, my generation and younger, they were too bit too bougie to go back and run the meat market. So so mom and daddy when they died, the business got sold. And then foreigners start coming in. And make a long story short, there, there's nobody who looks like you and there's nothing coming back to the community. Because all these people now, they're outsourcing. They're just sucking up all the money and the resources. So therefore, ain't, ain't, you know, you know city, on, on city council members and whatnot, they're not putting no money back in those black communities. They're running them down. They're not even worrying about you because you don't own You don't own a control none. So why why should they they invest money in you? You don't, you as a people, you don't even run your own damn community. And again, that ain't got nothing to do with the black church. That is God's people. And what I'm trying to tell y'all, man, 
on on this thing today. I'm going to end it right here because there's so much I can talk about. We as a people have to begin to galvanize, regroup, atone, atone to one another, another, make amends with your family, begin to create new families. I'm not talking about blood. I'm talking about families. New families in order to create communities. Everybody going, even Donald Trump saying, make America great again. One time, black folk, you were great. You, you were great. You were at your greatest in the, in, the, in the 60s and 70s when you thought you were at your worst. Now you got money and wealth. You're terrible. Don't, don't disrespect, but you're terrible. You're self-centered, egotistical. Thank you. Thank you, conscious now. Too good for the church. Too good. Too, too good. I don't need no man tell me about nothing. What are you doing, though? What are you doing? Thank you all for tuning in, man. And, uh, again, I'll do a part two of this thing. And as we always say in parting, to love yourselves, it's know yourselves, and to know yourselves comes by spending time with God. We thank you. God bless you.